The International Association for Near-Death Studies presents NDE Radio, a weekly exploration of near-death experiences and similar encounters with the other side. Now, here's your host, Lee Whitting. And this is Lee Whitting welcoming you once again to NDE Radio on behalf of the International Association for Near-Death Studies and to hopes for a compassionate and understanding new year in 2017. Our guest today is Terry Willette, a near-death experiencer with psychic abilities and some unique spiritual experiences. Terry is another example of why there are no coincidences in life since I was looking for the next guest for the show at the very moment I overheard her having a conversation about NDEs just a few feet away from where I was standing in the intensive care unit where I work. Terry Willette comes from a line of gifted ancestors with psychic abilities as well. For example, uh, one, uh, I can't remember if it was her, her grandmother or great-grandmother could read tea leaves, cards, and could see spirits. Along with her NDE experiences, Terry herself has had many encounters with the other side. For many years, she worked in hospital, pediatric, and adult intensive care units where she was in a position to advise people to surround themselves with light. Terry, welcome to NDE Radio. Hi, Lee. Thank you. It's good to good to hear your voice. Yes, yeah, uh, good to hear you too. <laughs> um, Terry, uh, well, first of all, let me clarify: was that your great grandmother that could yes, read? My uh, great, t- yes, my that's what I. Yeah, she lived with us uh, as I was, as when I was growing up. She, she must have been. She must have been quite elderly. Yes, yes, she lived to be in her mid nineties. Uh, oh. She did move in with uh, my grandmother uh, the last few years of her life, and then she ended up going to a nursing home. But uh, yes. she she lived a full life. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Ter- Terry, uh, please begin uh, by describing your experience uh, when you had pneumonia in your 20s and, and then uh, your more recent NDE. Yes. Uh, well, in the 20s, in my 20s, I had uh, a pneumonia, a bacterial pneumonia, and... Um, I basically kind of put that out of my head. My husband's one that reminded me of it. I was so ill. I had um, a temperature. I know when I went to the doctor, it was 105. And for, um, I think it was nine days, they told me that I was in and out and seeing doctors. And I went to the emergency room. Um, uh, the temperature never, I don't think, went down below 102. They just couldn't break that fever. And wow. um so anyway, I do remember laying uh, propped up in my living room, and I remember seeing light beings coming to me. Um, that's basically all the recollection that I have. I just was amazed to see the light beings coming to me. <clears throat> At, uh, reflecting back on that, I believe that they were the same ones or similar that uh, came to me in my the the most profound. <laughs> the one I had in 2014, the next yes. experience. And um, I, I believe that they were there uh, to comfort, to let me know that I was not alone. Uh, the love was so intense and is intense. Um, we just have to open ourselves up because we are never alone. We are always supported and loved. Yes. Well, tell us about the 2014 experience. Okay. Uh, well, what happened was it was kind of a... Uh, culmination of things. Um, 
my, I had back problems, worsening back problems. And I was, that's why I say words are so <laughs> dynamic. We have to watch what we say to people because they really are cast spells. Mm. Um, I was, uh, I had, uh, went to pain clinics. I just had increasing back pain, back problems, uh, MRIs, uh, epidural injections, everything. I was told by, um, neurosurgeons that they could, I did have a back surgery, uh, years before for a, a huge herniated disc and that was corrected and I was able to continue working. But, um, this last time it just was not getting better and the doctor, one of the neurosurgeons says it just really is nothing else we can do. And I, in my frame of mind, um, my husband has had cancer for years, and that kind of put me in a, a spiral. It kind of really shocked me. But the thing is that cancer is not a death sentence. He's, here he is 12 years later. He's doing well. <laughs> and, Good. you know, we, he's, he's not completely well, but he will be. I see that. And uh, anyway... Um, I just kind of gave up at that point. Um, uh, in 2000, uh, I had to stop working because I just couldn't tolerate uh, sitting, walking around, and doing all those things. Of uh, Every day I had all I could do just to manage the pain. So um, then, uh, oh, let me see. I was, uh, like, self-medicating with alcohol along with the medication, I just mm. was desperate. I didn't know what to do. I did not really know what to do with myself. Um, I I just felt completely lost. So then um, what happened was uh, I had stopped the drinking, and they increased the medication. <laughs> so mm. I had no problem whatsoever stopping the drinking. I you know I thought at first it would be a problem, but nothing, no withdrawals, nothing. Um, mm. And I was very, very fortunate, and I, I believe that was my soul, really, stirring and helping me um, to awaken. And then um, the medication was increased at the end of it. I say the end, the beginning, I should say, uh, the gateway to the beginning, um, the morphine. I, I was on everything you can imagine. I had, they had given me morphine, um, uh, Percocet. They had given me Lyrica. I, I mean, Valium, Ativan, you name it. I, I took it. I had it. And to the point where I was just not even wanting to function anymore. I was basically staying in bed. My family didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God bless them. I, I, what I put them through in myself, but it's all a learning. You know, there are no mistakes, I don't think. So anyway, it came to uh, a point one day when I got out of bed. And I thought I fell on my face. Um, my husband said that I was wedged between the bureau and the bed. Um, I couldn't move. So he ended up calling the ambulance. He says, uh, you just didn't know what to do. So mm-hmm. uh, when they came to pick me up, my blood pressure was, uh, I was active. I, I, I feel like I was, if that's a, a correct term, actively dying. <laughs> my body was in the process. I had lost uh, my functions. Um and um, they said the blood pressure was something like 50 over 30 and dropping. It was, They were pumping me with uh, Narcan. I don't even remember. I remember taking just one morphine pill, and then I don't really remember much after that, and that was like a half a week went by. Uh, so I wasn't on that that long, but I just, um, I you know, I, I didn't really have any recollection of time. So... Um, when uh, 
when I get to the hospital, uh, I, I still thought, because I, I asked my husband, I didn't realize it you know, at first what was going on. I didn't really know what was going on at that point. Anyway. Right. Um, now, Terry, Terry, when you were in the ambulance, did you say you were you were out of your body? I, I think, yeah. I, I know the minute that I, I got out of bed, I thought I was on the floor, on my face. But what mm-hmm. I realized now was I was up above. <laughs> That's why I felt like I was on my face, because I was observing from above. Um, I see. Yeah, so uh, then I did remember, I asked my husband when I got clear and everything, um, a few a month later or so, because I didn't rec- uh, remember the experience until uh, like a month afterwards, after it took place, when I was uh, remembering different things and things that are, you know, even I'm remembering even more every day now. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I I remember that they had me in a room. And I remember that I was embarrassed because I had lost my body functions. I do remember that. But then after that, I just remember being above and observing. And I said to my husband, I said, I watched them put the uh, central line in my neck. And I said, they brought me to a different procedure room, didn't they, for that? And he said, yeah. But he said, "Uh, you were never on your stomach. And I said, well, I was because I watched them put the central line in. And that's when I first had the (laughs) realization, wow, I wasn't in my body. I was watching. So, yes. um, and then uh, from then, uh, the doctor told David he didn't really know how things were going to go. I had IVs everywhere. Um, and, uh, you know, I was admitted to the CCU. I did not get intubated. Um, I think that uh, at the point when they were putting the central line in, I don't know if I lost my respirations and they bagged me. I, I felt the whoosh when they... Uh, and when I say whoosh, I, I literally heard and felt the whoosh, and that's when I went way out. I was not even ne- near my body then. I was in a different space. Okay, Des- describe that space to us. Um, it was, uh, and I'm getting more clear on that, too, every day, and they told me that I would remember as my vibration was lifted, was elevated, and that I could handle uh, what I was uh the gifts that I was given and the uh, blessings and the healing that I received. Um, I remember the big whoosh. And um, then I was amongst light beings. There were light beings, people. I say people. They were, yeah, they were light forms, light people. That you know. And I, I looked down at myself and I was all light, but I was still me. Um, that's why we do continue. That's the, the important message is that we do continue. And um, I remember colors now. Um, the colors had life. Uh, there was a consciousness there. And I was being told, I was being not only healed, but uh, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and my soul was uh, awakened at that, at that point, I believe. Um, it was a soul stirring that, you know... Uh, on a higher level, I I was awakened, and um, uh, when I was amongst the light beings, um, I remember them telling me things. Um, I, I don't New Age; they say downloads. Uh, I was given information, all kinds of information. I had um, uh, knowing. I had a knowing, and uh, love. 
there was so much love and compassion, no fear whatsoever, uh, none. Um, just a profound love that uh, you just can't say with the words. Uh, the words love, it's a vibration. It's, it's amazing. And what do, um, mm-hmm. what do, what different colors did you see? And were the light beings different colors? Uh, <laughs> uh, I was, I was like prisms. I looked down. I, I remember looking down to see if I was me. I guess yeah, I'd say, and mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was light, uh, light prisms, and they were light. They were light. They were white. They were beautiful white beings. Uh, I remember blues. I remember, the, but there's nothing that would even come close to the blues that I saw there. Um, mm. Green, the healing green, the the lime, um, ir- fluorescent, uh, just beautiful. But the colors had, um, and the beings, they had compassion. They had love. They had uh, just so much. I, I, words don't describe. So if the if the beings were white, were the colors emanating from you? I don't know. <laughs> they were, the colors were everywhere. Uh, they, yep. I, was in, I was in a space. I don't even know where. I can't tell you. It wasn't a room. It wasn't. Um, it was a, a space. Yep. I guess you know. And uh, it was just everything was was there all at the same time. And um, I remember um, just recently, I uh, there's been so many energies coming in, wonderful loving energies coming into our planet, and there is a great shift happening. Um, we are uh, we all are ascending in some way, and um, I I just I know that that's why I did return because. Um, I'm not finished. I wasn't finished at that point. My soul did stir, awaken me. And, right. um, yeah, I remember, uh, even seeing at one point when I was there with all the be- the light beings, um, and I remember seeing almost aspects of myself, uh, walking like off to the, I, and there was no direction, but yet I felt it was like towards the left. And then uh, there was, with love and compassion that that was kind of leaving me. And then I remember just a brilliant, brilliant uh, off to my right side. And as I turned, I saw higher aspects of myself, if that makes sense, um, coming into me. And um, I, I believe that, that in that space of time, I realized that we do, we are God's source creators. We have God within us. Um, the love that I started to understand um, that I was always looking for outside has always been in. We have uh, we have the Christ consciousness, I believe. We have uh, angels. We have guides. We have everything all within us to help us. And all we have to do is quiet our minds to listen. Um, after that experience... Um, I remember I just wanted to uh, get better. At one point, there was well. At first, I didn't want to get better. I had to go to rehab, and then I had to go to uh, uh, brewer rehab and uh, learn how to walk again. I couldn't walk anymore. I'd lost. Uh, I had been so deconditioned from not moving around, and right. um, 
And I remember uh, the activities director there saw how I just was, because uh, I hadn't remembered all this at that point. Um, uh, Terry, uh, let me take you back a minute because you had said at one point in a conversation we had that you had memories of past lives. Yeah. And also of a concentration camp. Could you tell us a little about that? Yes. Well, um, uh, I do. I am remembering other lives that I that I experienced, and um, the, the the whooshing sound is was significant because I'm going to go back to a few years back when I was in ICU. Uh, happened when the um, I was working when the World Trade Centers were hit, and mm. I remember seeing it and and thinking. Actually, I think I thought and I heard that whoosh. And um, I didn't make too much of it, but I felt those souls are the, the ones that are, are departing. They're fine. I know they're fine. I, I felt and heard that whoosh at that point when I saw the TV. Mm. And then um, when uh, one of the, uh, I did a, an Akash record with friends uh, that uh, had a class on that. And I had an experience uh, of remembering uh, being in a camp. And mm-hmm. um, because I asked to see one of my most magnificent lives where I was of the greatest benefit. And I was a woman, and I believe it was the last uh, incarnation before this that um, uh, they used me up, I, I, but I helped. I, I was able to do a lot of good and um, help people in the camp itself. And uh, as far as hope and, and different things, um, I remember uh, being at a trench. I remember the smells, the sounds. Um, I remember being uh, probably just skin and bones. I, I looked down at my body again. It's funny that I did look down at my body again, and I was just bones and skin hanging off. And um, they, I don't remember the fear, but I just remember the sounds, the moanings, the, the terrible smells, and the hundreds of bodies that were there, men, women, children. And then I remember hearing, in my mind, we're wasting our bullets on these things. And then, I don't uh, just a, a, a whoosh. I remember falling in and almost bouncing like a rubber doll. And uh, then after that, I just remember coming back up. And I was light. And then I, I remember looking and seeing other beings of light coming up out of that gutter. Uh, mm-hmm. that, Ravine, and we were looking at each other and communicating for as bad as that was, it really wasn't that bad. And that's, but that whoosh, that whoosh, that's all I can say. And, um, I remembered that, um, I remembered that, uh, that feeling of the continuation, you know, it, it we do go on, we do go on. Mm. So, um, now, you had said something to me also about we can give strength to our past lives, to yeah, our past I, life incarnations. T- yeah. Tell me what, what your thoughts are about that. My thought, well, the, since that re- re- recollection of that life, that, that woman that I was, I believe, um, she was so strong. And when I started remembering, um, I, I get strength from her. And I give her love and strength in return. I think that uh, as far as plenty of time, we, we experience it here on Earth, you know, 
in in our human bodies. But mm-hmm. as far as uh, time, I, I think that we live our lives, uh, past, present, future, all simultaneously. I, I really do. It, it, it's a hard concept. It was hard for me to even try to wrap my mind around it, but it was more of an experience, experiential thing, uh, something that you feel. Um, you, know, it, you know, the implications was, uh, of that, that if we're if something is timeless, does that mean that you are dying in the concentration camp right now? It could Along- be. <laughs> <laughs> do we li- do we live all our life? If we're living all our lives simultaneously, does that mean mm-hmm. they are they are ongoing? Uh, well, and do we has- and do we talk back and forth from this life to that life? I don't. You know, uh, that's a good question. I I think that what we uh, put our focus on is what we experience. Uh. I think where our focus is, is where our our conscious um, uh, consciousness is, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, where, what we focus on. Because uh, certainly we, we dream at night when we sleep, and um, I believe that we're just as awake in our dreams as we are sometimes in our waking life. I've had experiences where I've dreamt of uh, relatives or friends that have passed, and it was a real visit. But when I wake up, and, you know, it, it's just, I, I think it's where our focus is. I really do. Mm. So uh, I, I don't have really an <laughs> explanation to that. It's <laughs> no, uh, it, an experience, an experience. Your grandmother, your great-grandmother uh, was mm-hmm. able to see spirits or did from time to time. Yeah. Yes. Have you have you had uh, experiences like that yourself? Yes, I have. Yes, uh, I have, especially since um, uh, 2014. Um, but before that, too. Um, but then uh, after 2014, I was just prompted to. I, I really wanted to get into um, more spiritual. I just felt drawn to spirituality, spirit, doing things, working with spirit because uh, we are spirit, <laughs> mm. and um, I just was uh, more curious about uh, developing. It, it's like a muscle. It, it's developing. I've been uh, sitting and taking classes in mediumship uh, development um, and uh, psychic development, which um, I believe are uh, different. The uh, mediumship is when you connect to spirit and can give messages from that loved one to uh, another, you know, to the uh, someone here on the earth plane. Um, uh, uh, psychic abilities, I believe it's like seeing auras, seeing colors. Uh, that has been gifted to me. We all have the ability. We all have the ability. There's nothing special about me that, uh, you know, anyone else can't do. We are very powerful. We just have to remember our power. We've been so programmed, I believe, to uh, basically be dumbed down, uh, programmed to how we should look, how we should act, how we should think, what we should believe. Uh, and through this, uh, all of this, I've uh, remembered that uh, go inside, check in with ourselves. Uh, if you don't, if you don't meditate, I, I've been meditating. Um, that's when we really can connect to our to ourselves. And to the God source within us, and um, we get the answers we need. We really do when we quiet our minds. That the ego is is 
being human, of course, and uh, bless that part, but but also there's something higher, there's something po- more powerful, and to allow that. And um, it's just reprogramming ourselves to uh, who we really are. We're magnificent, powerful beings. We really, really are. We create our reality whether we know it or not. I, I right. That's one thing. Another thing I have learned that we are energy, and our thoughts are energy. And um, in our um, thoughts, we are creating what we experience. What we focus on is what we receive. <laughs> and, I, I, I want to I, I jump you back uh, just briefly to mm-hmm. those when you were uh, having your near-death experience and those beings of light that you looked at to the right were coming into you. Were they yes. beings or were they – was it more like information? Was it a part of you or was it uh, something else? I believe they were me. I, I believe they were, were – Aspects of, of yourself. Aspects, yes. I believe that we are multidimensional. We are – I know we are multidimensional beings. And um, it, it, it was, uh, it was in, uh, information also, but they were, they were me. Mm. They were uh, higher. Uh, I don't know if there's any higher or lower. Uh, it's just, um, I don't know. It was a feeling. It, it was a seeing I, and right. a knowing. Yeah. Now, I, I know you've also given some thought to the, the um, difference between uh, angels and aliens, which is an ongoing debate in the world, and especially in our world. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts? Tell us a little about what you think about that. Okay. Uh, I, I do believe that we do have uh, our brothers and sisters. Um, I think we'd be pretty naive to think that we're alone all in these gigantic universes that are around us. Uh, we have so much help and so much. Uh, There's so many benevolent beings that want to help and assist us and I believe are assisting us at this time. I believe that um, even the highest angels, uh, ascended masters, um, we all have that, that God spark, the prime creator, God source, whatever you want to call, we mm-hmm. all have that creative ability within us that, that we are light. We are light beings. We are um, angels. We are ascended masters. I, I do believe that, uh, you know, we're all, we're all, magnificent beings it's just uh i think that we we lose that that we come in like that i believe i think we come in as joyous um innocent uh, not innocent just knowing beings but then uh we get programmed <laughs> you know mm. and why do we uh, wh- why do we give ourselves over to uh this life if we have so much more potential because well as far as I think we have so much unlimited potential in these human bodies. I really do. I, I think finding, remembering the magnificence, um, I don't know if it's called, I think of it as almost like an expansion, um, creating. We, we are co-creators. We are creators plus we, we're all connected. So we're, um, we're all connected and we're all creating and there's no end to it. It's infinite possibilities. And I think we come here and uh, wherever else that we plan on, that we choose to go, um, to expand, to create, to 
to, um, but love, love is the, is all, love is all. And that's all that, uh, you know, that's, that's the, the, the greatest thing. Even Einstein told his daughter, he always thought that, uh, uh, the power of E equals MC squared was the highest of, of the most, uh, I don't know, powerful. And he said in a letter to his daughter that love is the greatest vibration and the greatest energy of all. And uh, even uh, quantum physics are, are um, proving that if we're not focused on something, then is it real? You know, uh, that is, there's all kinds of different debates about... Um, creating our reality and yeah. I, I, i'm here to play and we uh sometimes get too um caught up in the earth webs to even realize that we can pull ourselves up out of that and we can just uh go with a magnificent remember remembering that yes. who we really are and what our capabilities are and and they're endless they're endless and um there is no death there's just a change, a change, a shift in energy, but we are energy, and energy doesn't go away. And, well, Terry, uh, mm-hmm. Terry, uh, we are unfortunately out of time, and uh, <laughs> it goes quickly, doesn't it, when yeah. you're only a half an hour? Listen, I want to want to thank you, uh, Terry, uh, for sharing your experiences with us today, and to the listeners, if you'd like to listen again to this or any of our past shows. Just go to our website at nderadio.org. For more information about the work of IANS, check out that website, iands.org. And tune in next Monday, 11 a.m. Eastern. For more NDE Radio, this is Lee Whitting saying thanks for listening.